This is the Public Speaker, quick and dirty tips for improving your communication skills with your host, Lisa B. Marshall. I'll bet you've heard the quote, be sincere, be brief, be seated. But what if you're giving a presentation that requires you to be seated in the first place? Hmm, I was thinking about that. There certainly are ways that you can be just as effective as a speaker, but it is a little bit different, and that's what I want to focus on today. But first, thanks to our sponsor, Audible.com. I've been doing a lot more reading lately, particularly because I've been doing the new interview series with Smart Talk, and I just love listening to audiobooks. Most recently, I both read and listened to a book that was called Pushback, and it was written by Selena Rezvani, and I interviewed her. Really, really a great interview and, more importantly, awesome book. It was a book, of course, on negotiation skills. Pushback sounds like it's negative, but it's not. It's about how to negotiate for what you want. And I liked the book because it was a great balance of practical knowledge and evidence-based tips and also inspiration. In particular for me, I loved she had these self-reflection exercises. And sometimes I don't do exercises in books, but this one I did and really got a lot of value out of them took plenty of notes, and I've already put into play some very practical day-to-day bargaining tactics. And I've even started talking with my girls about some of them. I really, really enjoyed this book, and I'm glad to have it as a reference. This is definitely a must-buy for every woman professional. For our listeners, Audible is offering a free trial and a free audiobook that gives you a chance to try out their service. You could choose Selena Resvani's pushback or really any one of their 150,000 titles. And they include New York Times bestsellers, periodicals, fiction, nonfiction, everything. For your free audiobook of your choice, go to audiblepodcast.com forward slash Lisa. That's audiblepodcast.com forward slash Lisa. As a public speaker, I know the importance of body language. And as you stand during a speech, your gestures and your movements, they're part of the presentation just as much as the supporting materials. But there are situations that require you to be seated during the presentation. For example, you might be making a weekly team meeting, maybe at a conference table or on a teleconference. Or you're part of a roundtable discussion in front of graduate students. Or maybe you're making a pitch to a client during a lunch or maybe just in their office one-on-one. Giving an effective sit-down presentation is really not that much different from giving one while you're standing, but there are seven points that you should consider to engage your audience while you're sitting. So tip number one is to choose your seat wisely. Where you sit can have a subtle effect on how strongly you come across to the audience. If possible, choose the seat next to the decision maker. If there isn't one or you don't know who it is, then just position yourself more to one end of the group than in the middle. It's just easier to see everyone if they're in front of you than if they're seated on either side of you. The next tip is a little bit counterintuitive, but use your entire body even when you're seated. The body language that you use supports the message, 
or it can be a big distraction. So keep your arms in the open position, not crossed in front of you. Use your hand gestures. They shouldn't be too dramatic, but you still want to use them to emphasize your words. In fact, while I'm speaking right now, there's nobody around me, but I'm still using hand gestures. Sometimes I knock into the microphone by accident. It makes a difference in how people hear your words. Keep your face relaxed, make sure your expressions support your words, and lean in to show emphasis. Be sure to focus in on the listeners so that you're showing that you're engaged in what they're saying as well. Since you're probably seated at a table, you may think the only visible part of your body is the upper half, but that's really not so. If you practice this first, for example, sit at your desk with both of your feet flat on the floor and speak. I'm going to do it right now. So sit with your feet flat on the floor and speak. Then cross your legs and speak. There's a difference. You can try it. it, There's definitely a difference. Your body shifts when you cross your legs, and if you're seated at a table, it makes you look a little off balance to your audience. So it helps to stay grounded with both your feet and legs evenly in front of you, and of course your posture will be much better, and that'll help to convey confidence. One big disadvantage of giving a sit-down presentation, particularly in a large room, is that some people may not be able to see you. And if they can't see you, they may not be able to hear you. And certainly, you'll lose them. So if necessary, always request a hands-free wireless microphone so that people can hear you, so you're absolutely certain people can hear you. I think one of the things that helps if you have a microphone is that you can get attention, particularly in a sit-down type of audience, by speaking more quietly than you typically do. I used to work with a guy who used this trick during meetings, and it worked every time. So when discussions get heated or everyone was talking over each other, he would raise himself up a little and start talking quietly and calmly. And almost it was a whisper. And if you were a fly on the wall in that room, you would see everyone visibly turn toward him and lean in closer to hear what he had to say. Of course, with this type of presentation, It needs to be highly conversational. Your questions and the answers of the audience should create this conversation. Remember, being professional and organized does not mean having to be stiff and impersonal. You want to engage your audience through questions and respond to their questions with examples that very closely resonate with their experience. Particularly with this type of presentation, you need to remain highly conversational. And remember that being professional and organized does not mean having to be stiff and impersonal. You want to engage your audience through questions and then respond to their questions with examples, examples that very closely resonate with their experience. Particularly with a presentation where you sit down, the audience expects, absolutely expects a conversational manner. They don't want to be lectured to. The next one is very important and can be tough for some people. It's important to be flexible with the organization of the talk. What I mean by that is you need to maintain structure, but you have to be able to move in any direction through the presentation. Allow your audience to drive how and what you're going to talk about, but you need to ensure that you still maintain the overall structure. You still communicate the main points that you want to communicate in an obvious and supported manner. If you're using slides, 
It's a little tougher to do. You have to set it up with hyperlinks. But even with a typical slide presentation, you still can go out of order in a sit-down presentation. You just need to learn the tricks to be able to move to the particular slides without fumbling through the whole entire set. It definitely takes more planning to get through this type of presentation effectively. However, if you can, if you can build in that extra time that you need to prepare so that your audience can actively participate and drive the direction of the presentation, it really is an excellent way to go with this type of sit-down presentation. Finally, it's important to remember that even with sit-down presentations, the basics still all apply. Whether you're sitting or standing, you need to speak clearly, you need to make eye contact, you need to stay engaged with your listeners. And because you're much closer to the audience, there's more pressure to speak confidently and not sound nervous and not sound scripted. You need to know your material, relax, and enjoy the conversation. Sometimes it helps to pretend that you're speaking to only one person. If you're nervous, everyone will be ill at ease. So FDR had the right idea when he said, be brief in the quote that I said earlier, but I think it also means to be concise and stick clearly to the point, be in control of your setting. And sometimes we don't have the luxury of preparing days beforehand. So whether it's a last minute or a last hour, formal or informal presentation, to be well received, remember these seven steps. FDR had the right idea when he said be brief. And I think he meant to be concise and stick clearly to your points, be in control of your setting. We sometimes don't have the luxury of preparing days ahead of time, and sometimes we make last-minute or last-hour informal presentations, and they still can be well-received if you remember to follow today's seven steps. This is Lisa B. Marshall, helping you maximize sales, manage perceptions, and enhance leadership through keynotes, workshops, books, and online courses. Passionate about communication, your success is my business. And please don't forget our sponsor, Audible.com, the internet's leading provider of audiobooks with more than 150,000 downloadable titles across all types of literature, including fiction, nonfiction, and periodicals. For a free audiobook of your choice, go to audiblepodcast.com forward slash Lisa. That's audiblepodcast.com forward slash Lisa. If you have questions about how to communicate better at work, leave a voicemail at 206-350-7970 or email publicspeaker at quickanddirtytips.com. Sign up for Lisa's newsletter or get information about speeches and workshops by visiting lisabmarshall.com. You can find a transcript of this show and links to connect with Lisa at publicspeaker.quickanddirtytips.com.